Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us Ashika and Sydney from the Skin Deep team. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this interview with an Emmy award-winning documentary, The And Card Games, and multiple immersive projects. The Skin Deep team is in pursuit of documenting human connection with a mission to create the world's first database of human emotion. Uh, I was just telling Ashika and Sydney that when I found them on Instagram, I was in a rabbit hole watching all of like the little film clips that they put up. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Of course. So before we get into all of the deep stuff about the skin deep and the end games and vulnerability and connection, I want you guys to introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about you as a person, who you are, where you're from, and how you got involved in the skin deep and what your roles are there. Okay, so I'm Sydney, Sydney Laws. I am a generally creative person from Atlanta, Georgia, specifically Decatur. So if there's anyone out there from Atlanta, Decatur where it's greater is what we say. Um, I have been working at TSD for going on two years, but that rabbit hole that you talked about was exactly how I ended up at TSD. It was back in March of 2020 when the pandemic first hit. And I'm not someone who's really big on YouTube content, but somehow I ended up on YouTube and then I saw one video and then two hours later I realized like oh wow I've been watching this for a very unnerving amount of time (laughs) and um at that point I was like I really want to be a part of something I mean the world was falling apart so I was like I want to be a part of something that has meaning um and I was in film school and I wasn't really vibing with a lot of the projects we were doing it was about like aliens and I'm like I want to do something that actually resonates with me right now and Um, I ended up reaching out to Topaz, our founder, and lo and behold, I sent him an email, which he still talks about to this day, is, was extremely long. It was like four paragraphs long. I'm like, okay, were they meaty paragraphs? Sure. But did it resonate with you? Yes. And that's all that matters. Um, But I ended up joining the team and I originally came on with helping here and there with customer service, smaller uh, projects we were doing. And now I am associate producer and helping stand up our production. So when we go to different places and um, casting the people that you see in the videos and helping out with our new projects. So yeah, that's, it's me. Now the lovely Ash. Uh, so my name is Ashika. Um, I'm not going to give my full name, but it's just Ashika. Um, All right. I, should, now I wish I had given my full name. <laughs> your, your full name's on the thing. So <laughs> that's on you. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I started, uh, I'm originally from India, so I've been in New York for uh, like about 11 years now, uh, and it's been a journey but it's a love-hate relationship. Anyone from New York knows that. Um, (laughs) I started, I actually, it's been, it's almost been, it's been like three years since I've been at the Skin Deep. Uh, I'm currently the head of design, but I started off as an assistant editor and how I, I mean, yeah, I've basically done a bit of like everything here. Um, So it's been a journey. It's been an awesome journey. Um, I came across the Skin Deep. So I was in documentary filmmaking 
uh, I was doing my master's in it and uh, one of my friends uh, like posted something about the skin deep I've never heard of never heard of it and then uh, they were looking for an assistant editor so I was like okay that looks like something I really want to do so that's how I connected with Topaz and as soon as he sent me all these videos Topaz is our founder uh he sent me all these videos I was like what where has this been my whole life like what what yeah you know like I was just like what okay this is exactly what I needed and just like Sydney was saying I was like uh I've been I know my background is in advertising and art direction and design and all that stuff and I've been uh I've had I have like a bunch of experience in 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 it but never like truly it's a blessing to like have uh, a creative job but when there's no meaning behind it it feels uh less fulfilling so that's kind of how I found my way to skin deep and it just made sense because I was the reason why I went to documentary school was because there's such a need for people who look like me to tell stories about me and things like that so it just like just meshed so here we are years later that's so powerful it's so crazy we've been talking a lot about we constantly do julie and i are obviously very good friends outside of this podcast that's part of why we started this and we just like can talk so much about the different paths that we go down and how unexpected things can come up and how sometimes the universe just has like a greater plan than we can even imagine at some point so um you both seem so happy in your roles which is so cool because i think something especially that like people in their 20s honestly at any age but in their 20s navigate is just like finding real fulfillment um within your job and especially in a place that's so based on connection and vulnerability which are two things that we value on a tremendous level um I'm sure just makes all the difference so for anyone who doesn't know um can we dive into the mission behind Skin Deep and how did it all get started yeah. All right. Well, I'll just share a little bit about um, how we define ourselves. We are a house of brands. We've expanded, so we have a ton of brands, but essentially we explore connection at the intersection of humanity, technology, and data. So we are always creating a sp- space of exploration um, and creating spaces for people to truly explore every part of their humanity. Another way I've always liked to look at it is that we like to illuminate humanity and contribute to human consciousness. And there's so many parts of what, what it means to be human, whether it's your, your relationships, love, sexuality, however you relate to the world, we want to be able to take up space in all of those, those areas and create a space for exploration of those things. Um, but Ash knows a little bit more about how it was, all came to, came to be together with Topaz. Yeah, so Toba is our founder. He was a, is a filmmaker, was a filmmaker. Uh, and he uh, was l- looking to do a film back then. And he realized uh, there was a 16 year ga- a gap between him and his youngest sibling. Mm-hmm. And just like had this, um, this realization that the way that they relate to dating is very different. And it's interesting when they sit down and have a conversation about it, how much, um, comes out of it so based on that uh he kind of just wanted to create um this you know this documentary series that platforms people and how they connect and how um you know how it's like no two relationships are the same in a way so uh in in order for everyone to like learn from it you have to like document it and down the road you see uh you see the true difference between like generations and things like that I I mean it's it's amazing the work that we do in in the sense where like taking for example COVID and the pandemic can you imagine like 20 years from now you're 
watching a conversation between a mom and a, and a, and a son uh, about a pandemic that shut down the whole world. Like that to me, like the fact that we can, we can document that space in between and it's not necessarily about the politics, but it's about the relationships and how that shifts so he's he, he kind of saw something in, he saw something in that and now he's you know he's built this um basically a pioneer in communication and connection and um listening so yeah that's where it started yeah it's so amazing and it's so beautiful and like I really encourage everyone to like after listening to this interview like go go over to their Instagram and watch some of the videos because it is it is so beautiful and the amount of diversity in the videos too, not just between like color, race, but also age, gender, like it, there is like everyone from across the board and it's just so beautiful to see two people sit down and really connect. And it's interesting, Ashika, that you just brought up the pandemic because I wanted to ask you guys, like there's so much of this creating connection in the digital age. We know social media, media, being able to connect digitally has changed how we connect. And then that's been even more altered due to the pandemic the past two years. So I, I, you guys, you guys witness a lot of people. How, how do you think like these two things have really can like affected our ability to connect? What have you witnessed through the work that you do, how that's affected our connection to each other? Yeah, I can take this um, said if you're cool with that. Um, I mean, basically, I think, especially over COVID specifically, uh, we saw a clear need for people to be able to connect, right? Communicate. I mean, yes, uh, there there is like, it's twofold in the sense where it's like, there is a huge, there has been a huge disconnect in terms of like physical proximity, but then there is like the other, the bright side of it is that people are willing to connect because they have no choice. Uh, so I think it was just like perfect timing for us in the sense where we were like, okay, it's time for us to go to Atlanta. It's time for us to go to LA and uh, document these conversations in the middle of a pandemic, risk our lives, but it's worth it in the end. And uh, truly, I think we we kind of see both of it. And obviously, like, you know, um, humans find creative ways to connect and they adapt in, in these world in, in, as the world changes and it's rapidly changing. So in that sense, like the work that we do is important. And we I think for me, at least like three years have been here. Um, I saw it the most during the pandemic because we grew really fast and it it is because of the need for connection, especially now. So yeah. Yeah. And also that same point about um Ash saying that we're really good at adapting. Humans are. You put humans in a situation, they will find a way to not only survive, but sometimes thrive. Like we will find a way to adapt. And I feel like we've done that in this pandemic. You see that people are finally learning Zoom etiquette and learning how to like get off of mute when they need to and wearing pants for the first time ever now. Like we're do, we're finally learning how to adapt to being in this pandemic. And while it's great that we are adapting to this new normal, it also, you know, sometimes we can forget what we left and the good parts of what we left, the parts that we're missing, the parts that we're lacking. And I feel like the Skin Deep comes in and is able to create space for those, for that and create experiences that can, in some ways celebrate this new new normal that we're in and all the creative ways that Ash was talking about that we've adapted, but also bring back that element of human connection um, and just truly exploring your humanity in a way that we have we don't necessarily have the ability to do right now in the pandemic. So that's really where I see us coming in. And um, during the pandemic, it was just 
heightened. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you mentioned the aspect of lacking. Um, I feel like I think we've grown, right? I can't generalize, I guess, to everyone, but I think that I know Julia and myself have had so many conversations about connection and vulnerability and the power behind really owning your truth and sharing that with others and how it really gives others a space to say me too and relate or feel less alone. Like that, that's everything that our mission is based on here. So what skills or tools do you guys notice that we're lacking most when it comes to, to fully connecting with others? All right, I'll, I'll take this one. <laughs> we were actually just talking about this earlier this week um, about listening. We, it's kind of feels a little trite to say, but we we don't listen in, in our society and we have all of these tools, social media being one of them. And I, there is a lot of discourse about like, is social media a tool if it's using us at a certain point, but it has been a tool for several years and it's not a place where we necessarily listen. It's where we share our experiences, which is really beautiful um, and great. But that that ability to truly connect with someone by understanding and, and like listening to them hasn't been something that is to us seems to be present in society. And that's where we come in and try to be able to create that space. So the and space, it's literally two people sitting down across from each other, looking into their eyes. Um, you can't essentially, it's, it's not like a normal conversation where you can, you know, go get coffee or, you know, look somewhere else when they say something that's uncomfortable, you're sitting right in front of that person and you have to receive, you know, what they have just said. You ask them a question and you have to answer. That's, that's what it is. And it creates this space where deep listening is flourishing. Um, and I feel like that is something that we, you know, it's a tool that needs to be utilized more, hasn't been. And we want to bring that to the forefront of of a ton of conversations. Yeah, it's so incredible to watch. And I think like you guys have hit the nail on the head of like creating that space because with our phones in our hands, like all the time, our attention span has just gotten so depleted. Like our ability, and I notice it in myself all the time, our ability to pay attention and just to be with one thing has become so depleted and it almost feels difficult a lot of the time when we're not doing, having a conversation and also scrolling through Instagram or looking over here doing that. Like we, I think in our own day-to-day lives, we rarely create the space to just sit down uninterrupted and talk and listen. And it's why, I think it's why it's so moving when you watch the videos because it's almost shocking because we just don't make the room to do it in our real lives. Uh, so I want to I want to talk about that experience uh, since you guys get to see it all the time. You have people in the studio come to play the game. You document it. First of all, just if you want to quickly tell us a little bit about the different uh, cards that you guys have for anybody that doesn't know. And then I'm curious, sort of like, what are some standout things that you notice when people come and play the game? Yeah. Yeah. So. For one, uh, the card game, we have like basically uh, like 12 card games right now. And they're all based off of the documentary, right? The end, which is one of our sub brands and it explores love and relationships. So we have everything from friends, strangers, family, um, kids, uh, amusing on racism, healing. Healing is one of our like uh, best ones now, uh, ironically, <laughs> but it is uh, and it's great. It's a really good one. So yeah, and then we have like postcards and other things. But yeah, uh, it's it's a great it's a uh, it's a great card game. I've played I've played it so many times. So 
I'm, I'm also, yeah, I, I can advocate for it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, coming back to the space, I think uh, for me at least, like the, the, the most shocking thing is like, let's say like if a pair of folks come in and they're doing this for the first time in terms of like uh, ever playing, uh, or even not knowing anything about the experience, like, oh, this is something, and, like, uh, I want to figure it out, I think there's always this real, like, this visceral reaction afterwards, saying, like, I can't, that felt like therapy, almost, like, that felt like something I've never done in my life, and it, all it is is just sitting across from each other and having a conversation, and uh, it's usually, like, super shocking to folks who, who haven't done it the first, it, you know, have never done it before, but like for people who come in and have play, played the card game, they still think it's like a completely different experience because there's this whole aspect of being watched by the world. There's lights and cameras around you. And um, we've, we've set, we, for us, like it's really important for us to set up the space so it feels safe as soon as you walk in, like from the candles we put in the room, from the way we greet everybody, it's very important for us to keep that uh, space as safe as possible so when they come in and they experience that I think that changes just the whole aspect of how you communicate with each other the conversations taking the time to just sit across from each other and stare at each other for 30, 30 seconds it's not that hard but it, it creates like this reaction that is like honestly so beautiful for me too like I every time I finish a production I just feel so tired but so energized like it's like this perfect balance of the both and it's because yeah like tired because I'm doing the work but then energized because I'm um filling up my I guess like what's the word filling up my cup with like the thing that I've been missing for so long is hearing people actually communicate with each other you know so it's like it's it's truly amazing and I said I I know you've been on it more now so would love you to add to it but yeah that's just it's it's great <laughs> I mean that was more eloquently said like how I feel exactly <laughs> um one of my favorite things is well recently I've been behind the camera I've been on um I I look at one of our participants and it's a really interesting experience we try to be as discreet as possible so it's you'll see my hair if you're sitting in the chair but I'm like right behind the camera um but you really get to see this this interesting part of people what is it um like taking down their walls or almost leveling with how much vulnerability they're going to express in the conversation and I feel like we do that almost in every conversation you enter whether it be a TST conversation or anything you there's like an agreement like okay we're gonna talk like this we're gonna reveal this much about ourselves and when people actively sit down in those the two chairs we have in our studio I feel like it's an agreement that people make it's like we're going to be vulnerable and the level to which that happens you know that can be that honestly feels like it's determined when they're sitting in those chairs but by the end of the conversation or around the ninth or tenth question you, I, you can just feel it when people are like I'm not holding back anymore. We're in this space. We might as well go all in. And that's one of the most beautiful things. Like you, you don't get to see that a lot. I mean, especially if you don't see in your own relationships, it's hard to see anywhere else, but to be able to witness that yeah. every shoot and see just the different ways that people communicate, the different ways that people are able to be vulnerable, because that is something that it's not a one size fits all. So that that's been one of my favorite it's taught me so much I mean Ash can attest to I remember every week we have um on our like weekly call we'll talk about 
uh, like what we learned this week, what inspired us, what, what we are excited about for next week. And for the first several weeks, I think I consistently just talked about how much I was learning from every person that came um, and that we saw on set because it is just this, I mean, just seeing humans be humans in general is amazing. Um, but yeah. Oh, I love that. And especially just embracing the humanity. You guys talked a lot about like owning your humanity and stuff like that, because I think so, so often our, everything is rooted in our thoughts, right? So I think so often we literally like blame ourselves or judge ourselves for certain thoughts that we have. Um, even if it's something that we think should be different or what we think society thinks should be different, whatever. So to be able to share like these things that you might find to be insecure or something that you haven't shared with someone before, like it's, it's just so, so powerful. And it just, it literally, I feel like you guys can see somebody just opening, you know, breaking down their walls um, and the level of freedom and release and like all that stuff that that can that can cause. And also just a quick side note, I absolutely love that your team meetings talk about what inspires you and stuff like that. Like what a beautiful company, your company culture sounds incredible. <laughs> it's great. It is great. Yeah. Uh, such a preach. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So it, it's, it's so crazy because I'm certain that beyond you guys all feeling like safe in your own, you know, community and workplace and all that stuff that that just probably really exudes to the people that, you know, step into your space and, and, and feel that too. So I love that. So when you watch people actually play the game or you're playing yourself, do you find that there's like a level of hesitancy at first? Um, or do you guys feel a level of hesitancy or do you feel like you've kind of really strengthened your own vulnerability muscle? Like, what does that look like? I'll, I'll speak for myself. Um, one of the actual, the, the times that I felt a hesitancy and being as vulnerable as I could be was once again on our on our calls that we have of our team and we were playing um one of our decks which is the on racism deck which is a fantastic deck that we have but um it was a twofold part of me feeling you know once again bargaining that vulnerability like do I share this much about myself and you know this like deep deep part of myself um how will it be received and I feel like that comes from this this almost like bio I think I read somewhere like one of the only biological fears we have as humans is the fear of abandonment and that comes from a whole thing of us being like centered towards survival and acceptance whatever but we seek love in relationships like that's the only one of the only things we seek so the fear of abandonment is so strong and being vulnerable puts that at risk like if I say something what if everybody on the team thinks I'm this or doesn't want to talk to me or da, da 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 like there's there's I think that's at the root of why it's so hard to be able to be vulnerable sometimes and I do feel like there you know you go into it and there is some hesitancy um but as you bear yourself and you see the other person or other people that you're playing this game with also bear themselves once again it's that bargaining being like okay look we're gonna all go in like if I make a fool of myself and say something that might be a little incorrect at this time or you know this is not like we're doing it together and it's it's allowing yourself to be able to get there I think it, it and you're correct it completely builds over time um I don't think there's ever going to be a time where I go into a situation I'm completely comfortable being vulnerable uh especially if it's a different person each time because that's just the way it falls you know you have to get your footing right with it. And I can get comfortable with knowing I'm going into a situation being vulnerable, but once I'm in there, it's its its own experience. Yeah. Uh, Ashika, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I mean, it's the same, honestly. Like for me, I think I've seen my I, like growth as in terms of like the way I connect with folks and the way I communicate in itself drastically changed since day one yeah. to now. And that's because 
I've chosen to be uncomfortable and have the conversations. And a huge part of what we do is embracing discomfort and just being able to like know that even though vulnerability and hesitancy will show up and like be there, like you have to take that step into discomfort because you're not going to learn otherwise. And just like everything else, it's practice. So I think like I've come a long way in terms of the way I connect with folks. And that's because I've been given the space and the opportunity to like be vulnerable. And just like Sydney was saying, I'm I don't feel alone you know like I'm we're not alone like we do it as a team so it feels really good in that sense yeah Yeah. and I love what you said about um discomfort because it's something Julia and I just go back and forth on a lot because obviously feeling uncomfortable is uncomfortable and I think as humans we really have a tendency to want to avoid that to avoid the discomfort to avoid the pain and people choose different avenues right whether it's avoidance of their own thoughts avoidance of sharing with people whether it's like numbing or you know self-medicating type of tools whatever route you want to go down like people we really try and avoid discomfort because we're afraid of what it's going to feel like or we're afraid of what somebody else might think or how we could be rejected or abandoned like you said so um i really think that leaning into discomfort has such a I guess a stigma, or at least it's not often as encouraged. Um, but when really, when we feel those feelings and are able to process them in our bodies, I think it just, one makes it less scary Then I think also builds trust within ourselves that we can navigate strong emotions like that. Um, and I think it just kind of proves that we can do that in different areas of life. I know for myself, like you almost don't even realize sometimes when I feel like you're avoiding certain situations or conversations or whatever, but really when you actually step into it, you feel so much more powerful after having experienced that. So anyways, I love that you guys acknowledge the discomfort that kind of can exist there, but see the benefit overall after actually leaning into it. Yeah. I also love this, this idea of giving permission to be like, okay, we're, we're making an agreement here that we're both going to do this thing. And it's just such an interesting, you know, way of thinking of it, of like, we're both going to show up and we're both going to do this thing and we're going to be vulnerable and we're agreeing to do that together, especially in a world, in the place we are in the world where we're so like at odds with each other, so disconnected, so black or white, you know, like to, to get two people in a space that may come from either similar places or different places and just say, we're going to make an agreement for just this period of time right here. And, you know, we, we hope they can carry it out further than that, but there is just something so important about creating, like you said earlier, creating that space to be safe to do that because vulnerability it's hard. Like it's so hard sometimes. And I, I love how you see when you watch the videos, like you can see that uncomfortability at first when people sit down, they're fidgeting, they're like, like you Uh see it in their bodies and then you watch it change. And it's just so beautiful. I'm curious if you could give any advice to like people in their twenties, cause that's, that's who's here with us about vulnerability what advice would you give them when it comes to giving themselves that permission to be vulnerable that's a great question wow I mean the only thing that comes to my mind in like big red letters is like you got to do it (laughs) I mean for a long time it was 
I think that's why when I first came on board and I went through my whole binging of everything for so long, it was because I didn't really give myself that permission and seeing other people do it. It was, it was almost like a jealousy came over me. I'm like, how is this, like, how are people having these relationships? How is this like, and then when I, when I started working and seeing like the type of questions that people are asking type of the, just the way that you're able to just reveal parts of yourself. I was like, it's so necessary. And now I've become that person in my family who is like, let's talk about it. Let's do it. I have a twin sister and she, we're the same person. So she still is like evading all problems in life. And I'm like, girl, just talk to him. I promise you'll be fine. Like, and even if it's not fine, like at least, you know, upfront about what's happening, you gotta be vulnerable. You gotta just be open, like have the conversation. That's really, that's really what I would just say is there's no wrong time to start. There's no right time to start. Just do it because there's so much that that's waiting for you to unlock about your humanity and seeing other people's humanity when you're able to just be in that really vulnerable place. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And honestly, what I think we've learned and seen a lot within ourselves is the more vulnerable that we kind of force ourselves to be. And if we're able to find people in our circles that we feel really uplift us and that we find a safe space in so many times, I feel like I'm almost processing certain things through questions or conversations that we have for the first time. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I didn't know I was feeling that, or I didn't know I was thinking that. And I think in those ways, it allows us to not only lead the way, lead by example and show, you know, show vulnerability firsthand, but I think also it allows us to explore ourselves more deeply and really ultimately, I think, be able to craft a path that feels more aligned for us because we better understand our own internal world, you know, and sometimes I think through the connection, we're almost we can be more drawn to if it, if the space feels comfortable enough to share these parts of us that maybe we haven't even explored where I don't think everybody takes the time to like, I don't know, journal or maybe go yeah. see a therapist or stuff like that. Like, I just think that this is a beautiful way to kind of go deeper. Um, and yeah, it's, it's super cool. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if you're not journaling, if you don't want to see a therapist, watch some skin deep videos yeah. right right there. Free therapy for you. Exactly. Yeah. It's total therapy. And also just like kind of circling back to before, it really shows you that like, despite people's differences, like we're all really the same deep yeah. down. And like, we all have, you know, we all face difficulties we all just want to be seen. Like we just want to be seen. We just want to be accepted. We just want to be loved. Like no matter who you are or where you come from, it's yeah. that opposite of what you were talking about before, Sydney, of being abandoned. We all just want to be seen and loved for, for who we really are. And I think that when you watch people play the game, you, you really see that. It's so necessary. It just feels more necessary than ever. 100% agree because like I think, but I mean- the like in my 20s I've been the most polar like seen the most polarization in terms of like growing into just seeing how different people can be and how much conflict and confrontation that uh brings about and it's taking a question and asking the right question between those two folks whoever they are it doesn't matter what where they come from and seeing how like that one question can create like a lesson about yourself but also about the other person in a, in a way that actually brings you closer together is like it's like so simple when you think about it it just feels like one plus one but it just 
it's that simple. And I think this year, especially like not this year, 2020, especially um, that's where the need for connection came through the most is because we felt the most polarized. Like everyone was disagreeing about something and everyone was not like you're saying, not being seen, not being heard, not being loved. And that's all we really wanted. And it all it takes is asking the right question. One question, two questions and you're good, you know? like it's, it's crazy it's like that's crazy <laughs> like just just like asking the right question I mean it like blows my it like it feels so simple but it's so revolutionary <laughs> at the same time which is like so crazy um oh my, it's, I like literally have chills oh I think incredible. <laughs> um we know that the honest x card games just came out they seem very exciting um they're designed to help people explore their sexuality so tell us a little bit more about this deck and what made the team feel like this was like the next necessary deck to put out I also <laughs> want to say it was designed by Osh and if you see the box it is beautiful it, purple and orange oh, and <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not just saying it's beautiful. Literally, we all gasped when we saw it on Zoom. But Honest X, just if anyone is curious to know what it is, it is our safe and non-judgmental space to explore sexual expression. So we have the card game, which is really fun to play. I Osh has her own experience with it. She'll tell you about it in a bit. Um, but then we also have a podcast where people can come on and explore talk about talk about their sexuality and about their sexual expression um, there's an ability to be anonymous if that's how you would prefer to present um, you can do it with a partner you can do it with an a not like a, a stranger which has been um, I've actually been recording sessions this past week so it's been great it'll be released um, I think in the new year so that's really exciting to on our radar but in terms of how we got to this this place of wanting to talk about sexuality and sexual expression I mean, it was just the next step. Like we said, our, our brand TSD is about exploring every single facet of our humanity. So the and is about connection and about love and relationships. And this is about sexuality. Like we, that's a part, is a huge part of our lives. And um, for at least for me, when I was, I remember when this was announced that we would be going into this project, I was like, yeah, it, it makes sense that that's probably the last thing that I haven't really been open and talked to people about. Like, like I said, I've gotten better at being able to express myself, like reading the questions and all these different things. I've, I have these great conversations with people. And I was like, what is the one thing that I, I haven't quite tapped into yet? Oh yeah, it's, it's sexuality because it's so buried in taboos and I am from the deep South and like a very Christian family. So like that conversation does not happen whatsoever. So at least for me, I remember being like, I'm excited to dive into this because, you know, it's, it's almost like, excuse me for my Marvel reference, but like Thanos and like the rings and I'm like, we got love and relationships. We got this, we got that. Now we got to get sexuality on the stones. Like we, we got to talk about everything. We have to add every part of, of the human experience. TSD needs to dive into it all. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I fully agree, Sid. And also uh, just to add to it, like uh, I think, and you mentioned it, it was like, we, we have an opportunity just like we do we did with the end in terms of relationships we have an opportunity to shift uh, uh, the way people talk about sex mm -hmm. right because it is so buried it's so 
it's only in the bedroom like it's only between your partner it's only like you know obviously everyone has different experiences and um just like I said like I came from India with absolutely no no we're not talking about it there's no way uh we're talking about it and so our opportunity here is to shift that culture and make sure that people are talking about it in a way that you learn from each other and like one of the taglines is explore yourselves together and the whole point is to have conversations and it's not about uh your relationship with the other person it's about yourself and what you learn from it right and and in terms of like your sexuality so I think I think it's absolutely important very necessary and um one of the most mind-blowing things that happened to me like last week was I was playing with uh my two guy friends who are uh, like we don't have conversations about like yeah maybe like in passing but we spent three hours talking about sex and we learned so much about ourselves like and each other and it's honestly like so eye-opening in a sense where it's like yeah like it's saying like you don't even think to go there and Mm -hmm. it's just like we said earlier all it takes is you know ask the question ask the question and you'll you'll have these conversations that are super important so yeah I mean it's a it's an awesome game and we we're we've we've taken a different approach in the sense where there's a little bit more gameplay Mm. we wanted to introduce the idea of consent in a way that's more um open and like um and conscious conscientious of you know who's playing and stuff like that so it is great so and um what else can I say about it yeah I think that's like I could keep going honestly I could keep going no I was gonna say so we have a starter pack and it comes with like base level questions and then if you want to um buy uh, additional ones like an example and my favorite one and I can't wait to play with my mom if she watches this she's gonna <laughs> but anyway um <laughs> it's called social studies and it's basically questions that you uh that tap into the way you were raised about sex or like the way that um culture influences your sex or community influences uh not your sex your sexuality um so that's one of my favorite ones and like so we have expansion packs like that that tackle different things but then there's a base level uh set of questions which are really like anyone can play um and then we have the full experience so you can basically buy all of it together or you can you can do like a starter pack so it's like your pace your your time but it's all good shit (laughs) that that all sounds seriously incredible like that just the topics that you guys are diving into and with all of the discomfort that we're afraid to embrace or step into I think it is so helpful to have a guide that's literally prepared for you because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times beyond the fear and discomfort I think we're afraid of asking the quote-unquote wrong questions or not asking it right or like I don't know saying something incorrectly we don't so, even know like how to form our feelings into yeah. questions question. exactly so it's just it's so powerful that you guys are doing this expanding into so many topics that are beyond important to talk about and it's clearly making such a difference in the world so you guys have been so wonderful I wish we could keep you for ever and ever because we would but to respect your time um you guys are incredible thank you for everything that you're doing for all of the connection and vulnerability that you're bringing to the world um and really making it a better place through through every single connection and and every time that someone digs deeper (laughs) shocks um so for anyone that wants to find everything that your team has to offer um where can they get the game watch the documentary all that stuff 
Yeah. So our uh, primary shop right now is shop.theskindeep.com. And then it's shop.honestx.com. So we have two different websites there. And then if you want to watch our YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash theskindeep. Um, and then our Instagram is the underscore skin deep. So yeah, those are our channels. Come and see us. Come and be a part of our community. We all, we love you. <laughs> I didn't miss anything, right, Sid? No, oh, that was it. Also, if yeah. you, if you want to be part of the podcast, actually, you're welcome to join anyone, you know, like, uh, you just have to email us at podcast at honestex.com, right, Sid? Yes. That's, that your, that's your world, girl. <laughs> So we would love to have you, love to help you be able to explore your sexual expression. Um, and like I said, the anonymity, it's been a, it's been a mouthful to, to say that word the last couple of weeks, but if you want to be anonymous, completely um, possible, we will make that happen. If not, then come as you are, but we would love to, love to help you guys. Oh, incredible. You ladies have been so amazing. We can't thank you enough for your time, your vulnerability and everything that you do over at the Skin Deep. I hope everyone is running over to watch all the videos and get all the games. I'm absolutely going to get the, uh, the Honest X games as soon as we hang up. Because <laughs> um, But thank you so, so much. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.